Welcome to the Fantasy Football Genius, where winning isn't everything, it's the genius thing. Stay tuned if you want to crush your fantasy football goals. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever did you listen to this podcast, we welcome you to the Genius Cast. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Football is officially here. The preseason kicked off last week. We got everybody starting up this week. Training camp battles are moving along. Um, Teams are showing us what they're going to have throughout the season. More and more excitement happening on a daily basis. In about a month, we're going to be working on what's going to happen in week one. That's right. If you have not gotten in, we have our uh, season-long and DFS packages up and going on the website. Likely going to have those um, around the first, just before the first week gets ready to go. I'll have those done. But you can go on ahead and get ready for those right now by signing up on the website www.fantasyfootballgenius.com. We have DFS and season-long packages. You can purchase them for a week or for the whole season. Obviously, if you buy the season, you get a little bit of a discount. Hurry up and jump in there before it's too late. That way we can get you guys rolling, get you guys ready for your seasons. And speaking of seasons coming up, we also have our draft kit still available. Go on to the website, fill out your email information, and sign up on, on the mailing list for the Uh, to sign up for the uh, um, draft kit to help you dominate your leagues before the the season starts. You want to make sure you're ready and prepared for your drafts. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to help you be prepared and get you ready to dominate your leagues for 2019. And again, I appreciate all the feedback I'm hearing from you guys saying that we helped you guys win your leagues last year. We just reached 5,000 followers. Thank you all for the follow. Thank you for trusting us and putting your support into this into us. We're brand new in this industry, but we're hoping to take it by storm as we did last year. Continue to move on. Continue to move forward. And we thank you for following us and helping you guys win your leagues. Keep that positive feedback coming back, and let's continue to win those leagues. Being that I'm running solo today, um, we're going to talk about the uh, divisions. We're going to finish up the division series today, talk about my predictions on the upcoming season, who I think is going to win each division, who do I think is going to win the Super Bowl, who do I think are the top fantasy players at each position, that and much more on today's podcast. And we're also going to talk about a series I'm going to start up here in the next couple days. We're going to start a series um, about risk, about how high um, risk and rewards for players that, are, that bring a little bit of a baggage with them. Maybe they're taking a little too high in drafts. Is, are they worth the risk to take them? Are they uh, too much of a risk to take? It's going to be kind of like an uh, average draft position kind of a feel to it. So we'll uh, give you a little taste of that tonight. I'll, I'll, I'll talk of a few players that I'm looking at in that series. But again, I'm going to break down the series uh, by a couple positions each day starting off with the quarterbacks and running backs. I might even just break it down to one position. I haven't really decided yet as well. But I'm going to give you a little, uh, little taste on what that's going to be about today as well on the podcast. Let's go on ahead and jump right on into today's podcast and talk about who I think is coming out of each of the eight divisions and who's going to represent the championship game in, in February, who's going to be playing for that big game later in the season. If we take a look, if we jump over on the AFC and we talk about the AFC East, obviously the team that everybody's going to talk about winning the division and, and, and they should are the New England Patriots. They're defending Super Bowl champions. They are the ones that are usually in the running to make that big game late in, uh, late in the year. They're the ones that a lot of times that AFC championship game is played in their backyard. That's what you strive to do in the, in the uh, regular season is put yourself in position so you can make that uh, game in February where you're playing for the championship there. 
and I think it's going to be the, the Patriots again. I, I just don't see any of the other teams in that division winning the division. I think the Buffalo Bills are an interesting team, a young team, but I, I don't think they are ready yet for that big stage. I think it's still the Patriots that are just still going to be the dominant team in that division. But keep an eye on the Buffalo Bills. Um, we're hearing rumors about possibly LaShawn McCoy. It's been happening for a, a few weeks now. Uh, rumors about him possibly being cut by the Bills. I think that's the right move. I think they need to go young. They need to look to the future, and Devin Singletary is the future of that franchise at, quarterback, at the running back position. And at quarterback, they have Josh Allen, who I absolutely love his arm. But can he um, – a big arm It doesn't mean success in this league. You have to be smart with it. That's where he has to work on a little bit um, in year two from year one. Yes, he can throw the ball deep. Yes, he has a great athletic ability. But you have to be a little smarter with the ball. And I think he, he uh, starts to make those, those uh, changes this year and starts to show what kind of quarterback he is. But give me the Patriots to, to win the AFC East just like everybody else is going to have the Patriots winning that division. If we look at the North in the AFC, this has been a division that's been ran um, by the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think both teams take a little bit of a hit this year. I think both teams still can win the division. But my division winner is going to come from the Cleveland Browns. I think the Browns have made the right moves in that um, both sides of the ball. I think they've made the right moves in the coaching staff. I think what they're doing in that, on, for that team is the, the correct moves. Baker Mayfield is a, is a stud in the making. I wasn't sold on him being a, uh, a, a top pick last year. But I've been completely wrong on him, and I think he is, has a potential to possibly be a top three quarterback this year. I think I have him ranked sixth overall in my rankings, but I think his upside definitely has top three written all over it. So give me the Browns to win the, the AFC North. If we move to AFC South, I think it's a two-team race in the Texans and the Colts. But I think we also need to keep an eye on the Jags and the Titans. If they can get good play out of the quarterbacks with what they have on defense, I think they can be contenders for if, maybe not the division, but possibly a wild card. If Nick Foles can be an upgrade over Blake Bortles, which I don't see why he can't be, and if Marcus Mariota can finally uh, move up and become a better quarterback, which I think he has the potential to do, I think both those teams can be interesting, especially with the defense that they both uh, carry on, on the other side of the ball and the weapons they have on offense. Um, Corey Davis, great talent, but he just hasn't done anything much. And, of course, we have the Jags. They have Leonard Fournette, one of the better runners, runners in football, when he's healthy. Last year was a rough year. And don't put Leonard Fournette in a never-again list. You definitely want to look at Leonard Fournette this year in fantasy leagues. If I'm picking between the Colts and the Texans, I have to give the slight uh, edge to the Colts. I just like what they have at quarterback with Andrew Luck as a leader. And I just think that team is uh, destined to have a lot of success this year. And a little uh, hint, they're going to be talked about a lot in this uh, podcast right now. If we look at the AFC West, I think we have a team that's uh, obviously a lot of people are going to pick the Chiefs to repeat in the division, but I think it's going to be the Chargers that are going to win the division. I just love what they have on defense. I think they can get after the quarterback. They can uh, play against the run. They, can have, they have uh, nice options in the secondary. I, I like the Chargers with their veteran leadership on offense. They're a great defense, and I think they overtake the Chiefs this year. In the West, for wild cards, I think I have the – I'm going to go with the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs as the wild card teams. That's going to leave the Ravens and the Steelers out of the playoffs. And that's a uh, – might, might be a bold call, but I think it's going to happen this year. I think the Ravens and the Steelers are going to take a, a step backwards this year. And we're going to see a new team take over that North lead in the Browns. And coming out of the AFC to represent the AFC in the big game come February – I like the Indianapolis Colts. I like what I've seen from that team last year. Um, a few pieces here and there. Paris Campbell, uh, the rookie wide receiver, I think is going to help the offense. Few, uh, the offensive line getting better and better each year. Give me the Colts to represent the AFC come February. 
we look at the NFC, if, uh, starting off with the NFC East, I think it's a two-team race there as well. I think it's the Cowboys or the Eagles. Give me the Cowboys if Ezekiel Elliott gets the situation taken care of with his contract, and I think eventually they will. I think the Cowboys realize that their team goes as Ezekiel Elliott goes. Yes, they may say that they don't need a uh, leading rusher to win the, the Super Bowl, but I think they realize that they do need Ezekiel Elliott to have success in this league. I think the Cowboys are a under 500 team without Zeke. I think they're a Super Bowl caliber team with him in the lineup. So I think that they're going to get the deal done before the season starts. And worst case scenario, maybe misses a game or two like Emmett Smith did that year with his contract dispute. And all of a sudden the Cowboys say, you know what? We need this running back in our offense. Let's get him signed. I think the same thing happened with Zeke this year in uh, Dallas. NFC North, give me the Green Bay Packers. I think Aaron Rodgers is in for a monster year. I think he's going to stay healthy. I think he's going to show that, hey, you forgot about me. I am still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. I can still get the job done. New coaching staff. Great weapons on the outside, and I think they finally realized that Aaron Jones is the runner there that they want. Finally realized that last year, and his new coaching staff is not going to change that there as well. Give me the Packers to win the North, but I think they are. there's a three really good teams, being the Bears and the Vikings also in that division, that can buy, vie for a wild card spot. The South, I think we have three teams that are very interesting to win the division, and another one that um, maybe if they, had, they had a little more help on defense, they might be contenders. But if we start off with the Buccaneers, I think the Buccaneers are not going to be contenders. Um, I, I think they're going to be fun to watch with Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and so on and so forth on offense. I'm not sold on their running game, and I'm not sold on their defense, obviously. So I think that's what's going to uh, hold them back. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFC, but they also can be one of the most uh, fun to watch because of their offense. If I had to pick between the Falcons, Panthers, and Saints, give me the Saints um, with Drew Brees leading that team. They're not going to have to rely on him as much as they had in years past. Ground game, ground game, ground game, good defense. And then, oh, yeah, they still have Drew Brees running the, the show there. I like the Saints and what they did on, on uh, both sides of the ball. And they have Drew Brees. Did I mention Drew Brees? Um, and then, so I, give, me the, and give me the Saints in the South with the Falcons and Panthers vying for a wild card spot. NFC West, I think it's still going to be the Rams, but I also like what I've seen with the 49ers, especially if they can get Garoppolo healthy uh, with the ground game they have there. And if these young receivers can mount out to anything and the defense can maybe have some of the young players uh, start to show what they are on defense, I think the 49ers could be interesting down the road. And I think the Cardinals will be very fun to watch. Yes, they may not be one of the better teams record-wise, but I think the Cardinals are going to be a very fun fantasy team to watch. Plenty of options that I'm very high on this year in fantasy. But if I'm picking a, de- uh, a winner in the NFC West, it's the Rams by a long shot. And I think we're going to start to see the Seahawks decline a tiny bit in that division. If I'm picking a couple wildcard teams, I think I'm going to be going with the Chicago Bears and the Atlanta Falcons. I just like what both those teams do on both sides of the ball. Um, and if I, have rep- if I have to pick one to represent the NFC to play the Colts in February, give me the Packers. Yes, I like the Packers to come out of the NFC. A healthy Aaron Rodgers is not a bad thing to put your um, – Put your go all in with. Uh, I think the Packers show why they're one of the better offenses and one of the better teams when Aaron Rodgers is healthy. Give me the Packers to represent the NFC. And I have the Colts beating the Packers come February, hoisting up that trophy as the top team in the NFL. Colts over Packers. That's where I'm going with the division predictions. If we're talking about the um, uh, best players at each, each position, Everybody's going to throw Mahomes out there as the best uh, quarterback. I, I, I think we need to pump the brakes a little bit on Patrick Mahomes. Yes, he's a fantastic star. Yes, he's going to be a stud. Yes, he's going to put up monster numbers this year again. 
But I think there's some players at, at, at the quarterback position that can match him on a weekly basis as well, especially if they played up to their potential. And, we, and I know we're going to see Mahomes take a little bit of a fall from last year. He can't put up those video game numbers like he did last year. Again, the league has uh, video on him, the year, a year of video footage on him, how to stop him. The defensives, defenses are going to be able to make adjustments with him. It's going to be up to them to do that. Yes, Mahomes is going to get his, but I think he's also going to show struggles as well. If he turns into the pocket passer, I think he'd be a much better quarterback. But right now, he's... Uh, He's an okay pocket passer, but he's phenomenal outside the pocket, which makes him a phenomenal player. Yes, Mahomes is a top-two quarterback, but I think my number-one quarterback this year is going to be Deshaun Watson. I just like what they've done in the offense, and I think what they're going to rely on him. Yes, I may have the Colts winning division over the Texans, but I don't think Luck's going to have to do as much as maybe Watson's going to have to do for that offense, and Watson has the talent around him to get the job done. I have Watson as my number-one quarterback this year in fantasy. If we move over to running backs... Elliott's been the leading rusher the last couple of years, and I think it's going to happen again this year. And I think Elliott's going to have more and more of an impact in the passing game as well. I have Elliott as my number one running back. But as I talked about earlier, I don't think you can go wrong with Elliott, McCaffrey, Kamara, Barkley, um, David Johnson. All five of those players are super studs, and I think all five of those players can end the year as the number one running back. But mine is going to be Ezekiel Elliott, especially if he is going to get the contract deal done before the season starts. At wide receiver, my number one overall is going to be Devontae Adams. And again, it goes back to who's throwing him the ball. And I think Aaron Rodgers will be back with a mission this year. I think the passing game in Green Bay is going to be off the charts good. I love Adams as a top wide receiver. And as, as we uh, a little sneak peek later, there might be a wide receiver or two um, in the upcoming series that I like in Green Bay as possible risk takers uh, down the road. If we talk about tight end position... Everybody's going to go Travis Kelsey, and I'm going to go Travis Kelsey as well. I think there's no uh, matching what Travis Kelsey does in that offense and the person throwing the ball as well. I may say that um, Patrick Mahomes may not be the number one quarterback. Excuse me. May not be the number one quarterback, but that doesn't mean uh, Mahomes is a bust by any means. I think Kelsey is going to have a phenomenal year yet again and be the top tight end in football. And if we look at defenses, I already talked a little bit about it uh, earlier. My number one defense is going to be the, San, uh, San, the formerly San Diego, I almost said it again, of the Los Angeles Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to be the number one defense. I just like what they've done on defense. I like their pass rush. I like their secondary a little bit, and I think they can be decent against the run as well. Give me the Chargers as the number one overall defense in fantasy. Those are my predictions on uh, best players in the division. And I think MVP... Fantasy MVP, it's easy to go with the quarterback. So if I have to go quarterback, I'm going to go Deshaun Watson. But I think my MVP is going to be either Ezekiel Elliott or Adams. I think they're just both going to be putting up monster numbers. And, again, you can put one of the other four running backs in this spot as well. But if I'm picking a quarterback, I'm going to go Deshaun Watson as my MVP of the season. Potential bust. I'm going to get a lot of slack for this because of who it is. And it's not not technically a bust for for, uh, – say a bust it's more of where you're gonna have to draft him what you expect out of the guy and what he's gonna do this year I think we're gonna see a little bit of a decline in Patrick Mahomes and where you're gonna have to take him in drafts I'm not looking to take him at all near the second third round where I think you're gonna have to reach for him and I don't think he's gonna put up as big a number as he did last year because last year was video game numbers I think the number 10 quarterback the number nine quarterback is not gonna be that far off of where he's at that's why I think the best option is to wait on your quarterback and not go with the, one of the elite talents but that's my strategy I take on every year so take it how you want on that right there 
And as I spoke about earlier, um, we have a little interesting um, article, uh, I'm sorry, podcast series coming up this week where I'm going to break down the, uh, each division on, I mean, I'm sorry, each position on where I think players are worth the risk and where I think players are not worth the risk. It's kind of like an ADP kind of average draft position of where you're going to take them. Is, is it too much of a risk? Is it not a much of a risk? And if uh, a couple a couple ones to throw out there are the Cardinals rookie quarterback Kyler Murray. I think Murray is going to have a fun year to watch. I think he's going to the, the offense is going to be very fun to watch. Are they going to be productive? Is going to be another question. We know they're going to go fast. We know they're going to try to get as many plays as they possibly can with that offense. And I think Murray's going to be a very fun player to watch. I'm going to have a lot of shares of Murray in best balls in season long and a lot of his weapons as well. So I'm, a, uh, I'm definitely on Mar- Murray's side, but I also think that Murray, you have to be smart with where you take him. I've seen some places where, they're, where he, he's being drafted in the fourth, third, fourth round. That is ridiculous. I, I don't see how you can go that high with that kind of a rookie talent. Um, yes, he has a lot of talent, but he's still a rookie. And the offense he plays for is not like the Patriots, not like the Packers, is not like the Falcons. I mean, he's he's playing for an offense that kind of struggled at times last year. So yes, I think he's going to be a star. He's going to be a stud this year, and a really good rookie. But there's by no means is he worth where some of these drafts. Are. I think he's more of a sixth, seventh round pick, and that's where I'm going to take him fifth, sixth, seventh him around there. And I think he's worth that there as well. But I'm also going to be backing him up with another quarterback just in case he does fall flat on his face. And one more I'll give you is at wide receiver. We talked about earlier, the Packers are going to be a very fun team to watch this year as well. I think the Packers get back to their old style of uh, getting the job done. And I think we see Marquez Valen, Scantling, and um, Al- uh, Geronimo Allison put up decent numbers this year in the offense. We're seeing Valdez Scantling going super deep in drafts. I think he's very, very, very much worth the, the gamble of being maybe the number two, maybe number three option there in Green Bay, and maybe falls back a little bit with Aaron Jones being a, a bigger impact than he is. But I think Val- Valdez Scantling's going to put up solid numbers a lot of, lot of the weeks. Yes, he's going to have some dud weeks as well. It just gonna, comes with the territory. But where you're looking at Scantling compared to some of the other uh, sleeper co- wide receivers, I love what I have out of Scantling, and I'm going to be taking a lot of shares with Scantling as well. Um, one of the players that I think I'm not as high on as other people are is Tyler Lockett. I'm, uh, I do like Lockett. I think Lockett can be a decent player this year, but I also think the Seattle Seahawks are going to try to run the ball a lot more, um, I, and I think we're going to see a struggle not having a quote-unquote number one wide receiver. I think Lockett is a good player, but I don't think he's by any means a number one talent there in Seattle compared to the other teams in the league with the number one option. So where, where Lockett is going to be drafted, I'm likely not going to touch him. And I, and I think a lot of people are going to try to reach for him because he is a number one option in a passing game that, ha, that has one of the better quarterbacks, Russell Wilson. If we look at another uh, wide receiver that maybe is going to go a little higher than what I'm willing to go is Antonio Brown. Name value alone is going to say Brown is a early second at, at, at worst pick. I'm not going to touch him there. We're hearing about a foot injury. We're hearing about him seeing a foot specialist. I don't like the offense in Oakland. I don't like the quarterback he's playing with. He's going to see that Big Ben's a lot much, is much better than, much more better than a, I'm sorry, that's not the right word I want to say, is a better quarterback than Carr is. And I think he's going to see, he's going to see struggles. He's going to see a lot of uh, um, frustration there in Oakland. And I'm not going to be touching Antonio Brown in the early second where a lot of drafts he's going to go. That'll do today's podcast. Hope you guys had a fantastic day. If you have not done so already, please give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram. 
And once again, we hit 5,000, so I want to thank you guys out there. Let everybody know that we are we are uh, continuing to, to grow. We're continuing to, to dominate this, uh, hopefully continue to dominate and kind of help you guys win trophies. Over on Instagram, we are fantasyfootball underscore genius underscore and our website, www.fantasyfootballgenius.com. We have our season-long packages. We have our DFS packages, both you can buy per week for the whole season. They're up on the site. You can go ahead and uh, click into that, get, get set up for that. I'll likely be re- releasing those the week before week one starts. Start releasing those, and, and every week I'm going to have a bunch of different articles for both those um, uh, packages up and at it, and as well, we have a mastermind chat where you have me in your back pocket throughout the season. If you sign up before the drafts, I can kind of help you prepare for your draft, kind of talk things through. And what it's going to be is during the week, Monday through Friday, we're going to be available. You're going to get your answer within 24 hours. On Saturday, we're going to jump it up to every uh, within tw- uh, 12 hours with the deadline of 10 p.m. Mountain Time. And then that way, um, up after that, it'll be as best as I can get the questions answered. Obviously, I'll try to get as many as I can leading up to the to the kickoffs, but I can't get to everybody, obviously, if, if, if we have a bunch of questions coming in. But during the week, it'll be within 24 hours, I answer everybody. Saturday, I answer everybody up until 10 p.m. within 12 hours of that, getting that last uh, call. And again... Hopefully, we continue to help you guys win your leagues. We have draft kits available. Um, go onto the website, sign up um, for the draft kit. Hope you guys can helping you guys get prepared for your draft so you can dominate your league before the league starts. Have a great day. Have a great time, and we will talk to you later. And don't forget to pay attention and listen up for the series coming up on risk takers. Have a great day. 